I am Scott Steele. This is Crying Dad episode 14. Enjoy. Crying Dad. Ruffled a few feathers with that episode last week. My my comments on the Dominic Cummings saga. <laughs> Uh, so here's what happened. When the first, when the Dominic Cummings thing first came out, and I saw this guy who's part of the government said that he was defending himself for doing the 250-mile journey, whatever it was, from London to Durham to go and stay with his parents when him and his wife both had symptoms of coronavirus and then they wanted child care for their kid. Uh, and at that point, that was all that had come out. So I, my opinion of it was that he shouldn't have done it, especially because he's part of the, the government that makes the rules and the laws which were telling people to stay put. And he ignored that and went and done his own thing. I agree. But then I said, you need to listen. I understood the the argument it was given. I didn't agree with it, but I, I could come to understand that point. Is it not just great when you say something like that and then it blows up into your defending Tories and <laughs> you're some kind of right-wing activist? Now, what's happened since is that a whole bunch of other details have come out about how silly this whole thing is. Excuse me a moment, I'm being shouted on. I'll come back to my political rant in a second. I'm back. Sorry about that. Uh, so what's happening recently, well, since lockdown has happened, I've been home all the time, as is my wife, and the kids are here, and my wee girl, who's two and a half, was always unbelievably attached to my wife. Now, that could be a... Uh, just that motherly bond thing that happens, uh, but what's happened recently is all of a sudden she she enjoys having me around. It's it surprised everyone. Who knew? I was quite likable. But the thing is, I think she just likes me because I'm like her own personal waiter. She shouted on me there, and then when I went and saw her, she couldn't think of. She just wants me there. So there's no particular reason. She just she just wants me to go and get her things. So when I went and seen her and said, "Are you okay?" She had to think for a second. Go, oh, I better, oh crap! I better ask her something. Can I have a strawberry milkshake? And she said it that way because she was like, "Is that a reasonable thing to ask for?" Uh, so we settled on a, a fruity ice lolly, and she's way out the back to enjoy the sunshine again. But it's nice to be loved and missed. A wee moment's peace here and there would be, would be nice as well, though, but I can't complain at all because she for, for the longest time she, she would only tolerate my wife doing things for her. So now that I'm in the picture and I, I, I've earned the right to get her a milkshake, I, I feel privileged. Anyway, what was I on about? Oh, the Dominic Cummings thing. So at the time I had said that I... 
had an understanding of the argument that I still disagreed with it, but I, I, I could comprehend what the person was saying. And that's all I was saying about it. Now, it turns out this guy is he's, he's digging his heels in quite a lot. What I don't agree with is the way the media are camped outside his house and really hounding on him. Um, I think maybe there could be a better way to do it. I don't know what that is. I just, I, I don't, I'm not big on on paparazzi chasing people down the street and things and, and trying to get the, the dirtiest part of the story out of it. I think we all, we all know that the Conservative Party aren't the most uh, trustworthy or don't quite have the, the, the best values that, that's been highlighted again this week. I, I, I think it, it, it could have just it could have been handled so much better if they just threw their hands up and went, do you know what? That was extremely poor judgment. I've I've ignored the law, the, the advice of the police and the government who I work for. I've ignored it all and, and done my own thing and thought that I would I, I would I could operate outside the rules just because I'm I'm above the rules. You know, and and I'm sure that they can have some. They could afford some kind of excellent publicist that could put a spin on it and put it in a way that people would go. At least have a, a tiny bit of respect for someone coming out and and being honest about it. Instead, they've dug their heels in really hard and just shown to be really, really arrogant and ignorant of all rules that they've set themselves. And people calling for the guy to be sacked, I understand that argument as well, but to be honest, see, with, with government jobs like that, with politicians, often the them getting sacked or people stepping down is, is just a token thing for cameras it doesn't actually mean anything so people shouting for him to be sacked to be honest I understand that but what will happen is that the guy will be sacked there'll be some kind of reshuffle and he'll find another political job within the party so although people are looking for people are looking for some kind of reaction from Boris Johnson or, or someone hire up an official to go, this is not on, and here's the consequence. To be honest, see if the police took action against him and he got a heavy fine that I would have got, I, I would assume, if I travelled a massive distance and it wasn't a good enough reason, I would have gotten into trouble. If something like that had happened, that would probably be more appropriate. But honestly, see that the calling for him to have, have his job taken away, it, it's... it's a bit pointless because it will it'll find another position. It's not like it wouldn't actually be that big of a punishment for the guy. It it would all it would do is like it's like putting a plaster over it. It, it wouldn't help anyone. It wouldn't change anything. Uh, it wouldn't force him into feeling any more guilt. I really don't think so. They could do it and then. A few people would feel happier, but 
I think we all know that it it wouldn't stop the guy from being the way he is. So uh, I don't regret saying what I said because at the time I think I, I was still what I was saying was appropriate. It wasn't out of order. And again, I wasn't sticking up for the guy. I was just saying the the argument is one to think about. Anyway, let's move on from that saga. Roasting outside. I think last week or the week before I was saying about how I had the heating on. Different now, eh? I've got one arm which is red and the other one which is as pale as ever. I've got a red nose, one red ear. I am I'm, what an attractive <laughs> piece of meat I am. <laughs> I don't do that well in the, the sun. Uh, I need to just put loads of sun cream on and if I sit in the wrong position then I don't I've never I've never really understood how people can end up with a all over tan. I'll, I'm the type of guy that I'll, I'll I'll get a slight bit of brown on at one knee more than the other knee, and then that's about it. That that's my that's my tan for the year. So I'm 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 over trying to go brown. I'm I'm quite happy with the shade I've been given. That's no racist. That's just... <laughs> Let's not say any more than that. Get any a bit more trouble. What else has been going on? Uh, oh, went to the shop the other day. was in Tesco getting bits and pieces. And I met a guy that I haven't seen in a few years. Uh... I say I met, it was just a, alright, how you doing thing. But this is a guy I played football with uh, from maybe when I was about 10 until I was, whatever, 20, 21. Um, I said, alright, how you doing? And he went, alright, shorty. Now, people that know me on this will know that I have a nickname, I was about to say had a nickname, but this is the point I'm going to go on to, it's very hard to shake a nickname away, so my nickname growing up was Shorty, when I was a kid, uh, maybe six or seven, I was quite wee for my age, and my older brother who's three years older than me, was pretty tall, my dad's quite tall, they're both six foot ish, six one, six two or something, and I'm five eleven. So I'm still shorter than they are. But when I was six or seven, uh, they both started just calling me shorty because I was short and that's as, as smart as we are in my family. Then when I started I started playing football and a team when I was seven, other people caught on to this and everyone just started calling me shorty. Now You'd think that would have gone away, but it didn't. And what happened was, when I was about nine or ten, I had a growth spurt, and I was the same height as everyone else. But still, the nickname stuck. Went to high school, 
people who'd never met me before just automatically started tagging me with that as well. So I was just known as Shorty. Then when I was playing in football teams, again, with people that weren't at my school, they were just calling me that as well. There were people I played football with that genuinely didn't know my real name. After a couple of years, they, they would... I think someone saw a team sheet one day and saw Scott Steele on it. I'm like, who the hell is that guy? I'm like, no, that's shorty. And they didn't question it. And I met people when I was 16 and they were just calling me shorty. And I was 5 foot 10. I was average height, but they just took it on. So this guy that I met, in his mind, just like, oh, that's what I call that guy. I'm 33. I've got a wife and two kids. I can't be... I can't even nickname, like, Shorty. See if it was something to do with your name. That'd be different. My brother got called Steely because it's his second name. And as I said, we didn't hang about with clever people. So it was either what you looked like or your name was what your nickname was. <laughs> so this guy just saw me and automatically just said that. And I bet you, I bet you he would struggle to remember my real name. I'm a grown adult. What's going to happen? Like, I'm in almost my mid-30s here. You can't, you can't have a nickname like that in your 40s and 50s. I can't die whenever that happens. And have my wife have to put in the... What's the thing they put in the paper? Where you... The person dies and you tell... I don't... Whatever it's called, right? Like a list of deaths. I'm hoping I, I die a long time from now so it wouldn't be in a newspaper. It would be out in... I don't know. Whatever social media is at the time. They could, I don't want my obituary to have Scott Steele, a.k.a. Shorty. Half-decent footballer when he was 13. For anyone to actually remember who I am. And I don't think I'm that short. I'm five, five. I think I'm five eleven ish. Let's look this up. Average height. Oh, slow. Average height. Sorry, slow for men in the UK. Average height for men is five foot nine. So I'm above average. I'm above average. Man in my thirties with a wife and two kids. How the hell do I shake this nickname? My mates still know me that as well. My WhatsApp chat, they, none of them would call me Scott. I think they'd only do that if there was something serious going on. <laughs> Shorty. And it's always it's always in rap videos and stuff as well. And for anyone that's seen me, I couldn't look less like someone that should be in a rap video. I need to get rid of it. I'm happy I, I quite like my name. Scott's alright, I'm fine with that. If people could just call me that, I'd I'd be fine. <laughs> uh Anyway, 
What else has been going on this week? Oh, I think the other, last week or the week before, I was telling you about the Simply Cook thing. So we ordered our, I was feeling a bit silly because I thought that for £5 I got four meals and it was a great deal. So the, the meals came earlier this week and I'm going to put my hands up and say I don't regret it. It's actually very nice. We had a, what's that thing? It's a Russian thing. Stroganoff. We had a stroganoff last week and it was brilliant. Amazing. Now here's the flaw in the system. So we paid £5 to this Simply Cook company. We got our four little dish things. Okay, they come in a box, they come through your, your letter box. So we paid for that. It's arrived. We have our four meals, whatever they are. I know we had stroganoff, another one this week, which was a Korean dish, bokum, bap, or whatever. So this company has only got five pounds from me, okay? And they, did, and they sent us it in the post. Then what they say is, if you refer people with a certain code you get, because we've signed up and subscribed, if you send them that, they'll get a free box with four meal plans in it. They'll get that for absolutely nothing, delivered free of charge, and you'll also get one for free. So by referring someone, they sign up to a free box, they get the free box, I get another free box. Okay? So £5, and then there's three boxes. There's no limit to how many people you can send that to. So straight away, we sent it uh, to a bunch of members of family. Right now, we've got three people, not more than that, four people signed up. So they each get a free box, and we've got another four on the way for nothing. So that's eight, nine boxes, and all that company has got from us collectively is five pounds. The their system's flawed. Now, could I be a decent guy and email them and say, by the way, you want to have a word with Netflix? Because when Netflix, if you use too many users, they they up your uh, subscription every month. So you go from seven quid to eleven or something like that. This company, Simply Cook, has only got five pounds from me. And I know uh, from speaking to my sister-in-law yesterday that they've then sent a code that they've received to other people. And I think that there's a chain around our area and that there's probably about 15 Simply Cook boxes that are currently being dispatched free of charge. And all they've had is £5 sterling. And this could keep going. There's no, there seems to be, we've checked it, there's no limit to how many people we go and tell about this. And then there's a wee chain, so if we send it to someone, they can then get their own code and send it to someone else. And before you know it, in our area, there could be 500 boxes, and all I've had is £5. 
<laughs> I said it yesterday, I think there's more Simply Cook cases in the greater Glasgow area than there are coronavirus. So if if anyone wants my code, then uh, text me. We'll get another free box on the go. Not a big fan. Not a big fan this week of the the argument that's going on between Donald Trump and a whole bunch of social media companies. I think mostly Twitter, from what I'm reading. Uh, here's the thing, right? Trump is what he is. He is. You you'll often see um, back when we had stand up comedy. Remember when that was a thing? You you would hear folks saying, "Oh, do you hear a lot of Trump jokes?" To be honest, no. It's really hard because he's already that much of a walking joke. To find an angle that's extra funny about him is quite difficult. The the whole thing just seems so petty and childish. It it's it's actually unbelievable. With all this stuff that's going on in the world just now, he It just, it seems as if his ego is unbelievably big that he cannot have someone stand in his way or oppose his way of of viewing things. It, it just goes on this childish attack and it, it's been highlighted again with this Twitter thing. He's... Let me see. I've I've looked up the the story, which was the latest, which was on yesterday. President Donald Trump has signed an executive order aimed at removing some of the legal protections given to social media platforms. He said the firms had unchecked power to censor and edit the view the views of users. Now, I think I'd spoken about uh, YouTube a couple of weeks ago because they were they were clamping down on David Icke and they they'd removed all of his videos, which I think's wrong. You can't remove everyone, every opinion or story that someone's had just because you, you disagree with one or two bits. And I, I, I think this is it's a tricky one because Donald Trump's saying that they these people are are aff- affecting the what's being seen by people, and they they often will will hide thing tweets that have conservative views in them. Now that might be right, but it depends on what they're talking about. I th- I think Twitter's argument was that they'll only hide or limit things that are are out there to to incite violence. They they don't they don't want to do that. 
and I think that's fair enough. And also, they're they have their own company. They're kind of they can pick and choose what they put out. Um, they aren't a news outlet. Right here's here's my take on. I think people should be freedom of speech is very important, and Twitter is a massive platform for that. As long as you're you're not inciting violence, so I kind of agree with Twitter on that. But it, it's the way that Trump is going about it, like signing an executive order. I'm not I'm not a massive expert on political terms, but I think that's quite a serious thing. Like you have, there's a lot of legal procedures involved with with putting that together, and it seems. He, they've upset. They've been up. He's been upset by them because they, I think they added, which I thought was quite funny. They added the fact checking tag onto his tweets, so that whatever he was saying, you could automatically find out whether he was talking pish or not. And I think that's well. I think that's perfectly valid thing to do, and it's also very funny. Because rather than completely blocking them or throwing them off Twitter, they're going, oh, you want to talk that much shit? Right, here we go. We'll let your 40 million followers determine whether what you're saying is truth or not, or whether you're just excellent at saying things with enough confidence that people believe it's true. And I think that's how he's got past. If you back in the day, I used to watch uh, The Apprentice when he was on it, and if you watch any of that back now, it is unbelievable. He he can say something which is completely factually inaccurate and absolute nonsense, but say it say it with so much conviction that. Everyone will, will, will take it as fact. And because he, he's been getting so much flack on Twitter that the nonsense he speaks, they've added this fact-checking part in, which I, I, I think's the best thing to do. It, I think what the reason I wasn't a big fan of it is this guy isn't just a big celebrity. He's the president of America. He has so much power, yet <laughs> he's spending his time arguing with a wee blue bird. <laughs> I'm a massive fan. Massive fan this week of us in Scotland coming out of lockdown, officially. Well, we're in phase one. Today is the 30th of May, so yesterday, or well, Thursday afternoon, Nicola Sturgeon said that we, we could now move, in, move into phase one, which means that Family members can come and visit you in the garden. 
and stay two meters apart. And uh, yeah, we're, we're coming out of it in some way. I was at Lidl this morning at half nine or something, and you'd have thought we we've gone from lockdown to to phase four in twenty four hours. <laughs> The place was packed. They did have it. They they queued outside, but the I must say that the flavoured cider aisle was taking an absolute battering. With the temperature outside. The it was just a massive queue of. <laughs> you know what? It was the most Scottish. That is there anything more Scottish than middle-aged men? And three-quarter length shorts with brown tanned arms <laughs> and milk bottle calves queuing up to get cider and beer to sit in their back garden in the sunshine. It's the most beautifully patriotic thing I've ever seen. <laughs> that was Nicholas Sturgeon's vision for us all. No, I'm happy about we're coming out of it. I think it's it's going to be good for for everyone. Uh, and Portland, what 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 golf club are we all joining? I have never played golf. I think I've maybe I've never been into it. I think I've maybe played nine holes once. I've been at the driving range a few times. It's it, I'm never going to be the guy on the golf course. Well, I never thought it was, but now all of a sudden, bowling clubs, golf, golf, what do you call it? Golf courses, I'm going to call it a golf club. Um, you can go and do those things. Do you know, my wife was reading out what we're allowed to do, and she's like, right, people can go angling, which I think is just, a, that's just a fancy word for fishing, I think. Can play bowls, uh, tennis, golf, and the Scottish government felt the need to put croquet on that list. I've lived here for 33 years. I have never met a single person who has even played croquet once, never mind being part of a club. What is this? What kind of sport? It, that's the thing where you get the big hammer, and then you you try and knock the really heavy ball through the ridiculously small goal. It it looks like a mistake. It's <laughs> it's like golf and tennis had an illegitimate child. And gave it the most pretentious name they possibly could. Croquet. I, I'm not... Have you ever met someone that's played a game of croquet? I think I've, I've been to a wedding once. It was my wife's cousin's and... Um, it was down the road from Royal Ascot, which is... It's down near Reading area. So, like... Outside of London, 
Okay, so a good nine-hour drive from here. And the place they had the wedding, there was little croquet goals. They kind of they kind of just looked like those hooks you would you would tie a tent down with. That's what I thought they were to begin with, but then I saw the big croquet balls. That's the only time I've actually seen a croquet set pitch. Would you even call it a pitch? It's the only time I've even seen that set up in real life. No one used it. We knocked it out of the way and we had a wee game of football on the grass. That's the only time I've ever seen that even in real life. Surely Nicola Sturgeon, wherever she's from, where is she from? Is she Ayrshire or something? She knows no one's playing croquet. There was no need for that to be on the phasing out list. <laughs> Everyone's on Amazon right now, getting getting a, a fresh croquet bat, so I'm going to a game. That is nice to be coming out of it. I heard that Thursday night there was the last time they're going to do the the clap for the NHS now that we're coming out of it. I think the reason is that now people can get out and about and the numbers are going down and the person that came up with it said that, that it should finish on a high. It should finish whilst but you know spirits are still good and we're... Whatever the reason was, and that, that's a fair enough call. Uh... It's nice in our street. They 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 do the clap, but then there's a girl, woman, a female that plays the bagpipes, and she walks round the house and estate and plays the bagpipes for everyone, and it's just it's beautiful. It's lovely. Now, is it sexist that I was really surprised when she walked past? And she was a girl. And she's holding her bagpipes. I don't think it is. I think it's just in my head. I've I've mostly only seen male bagpipe players at football games and weddings. It's mostly yes. I think every time's been a man. So then she walked past. I was like, ah, that's surprising. Anyway, going to leave it there before I say any more. Silly things. Thanks again for listening. Uh, I'm away to enjoy the sunshine, have a wee beer, and again, a croquet. See you after. Thanks for listening. Subscribe. Tell more people.